I literally lost everything in the middle of the highway. Almost also lost my life. And I'd like to point out once we did finally get into the uh, this building initially, the aroma was that of a musty shoe. At best. Danny's suitcase wheels would not go correctly, so she's stuck in the middle of the highway with oncoming traffic. Um <laughs> I'm there. My hands are entire like loaded. I could not stop to. You're help yelling her. at me across the street. You're like, go. You have to go. I was about to drop everything on the front porch <laughs> of this place, and. I- you fully and mentally prepared. No. To but for we the, got this for the damn it, Danny podcast. Haley, welcome to the podcast. So I feel like it's important that we talk about how we met. Yes. So. So Steph's bachelorette, our best friend, she got or got married last August. Awesome. Yep. Um, we were planning a trip for her bachelorette, but of course COVID hit and we were like, okay, where can we go? Um, and what Vegas was an option. Oh, Nashville God. was an option. Florida. Um, but because of the pandemic, we were like, all right, let's do something close just in case it's canceled or whatever. Decided on Ocean City because I lived there um, whenever I was 19 into 20 for a summer and knew the spots that we would probably be okay pandemic wise. Um, so I knew Steph on this trip and that's it. And she's like, okay, my friend Danny's going to ride down with us. And I was like, okay, I don't know this girl. I hope there's room in my car for all of our stuff because Steph and I chronically overpack. Danny arrives at my house. It's about (laughs) five o'clock in the morning, still pitch black outside. Um, And this bitch comes out with 50 gallon totes full of things. Was it 50 gallons? I'm pretty sure. Yes. That's like the standard. Is it? I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I feel like 50 gallons is like, isn't that like a huge like trash like can? No, that's like that normal <laughs> like one an like industrial over there. Those, those are probably like 40, 50 gallon. Oh. Or maybe it's quartz. I don't know. Either way, big topins that you like store stuff in, like your Christmas decorations, whatever. Um, she comes out with these just packed full of supplies. And this is on top of probably like three suitcase type bags as well. And I'm like... All right. Well, she fits the vibe. She definitely is on point with this uh, packing. You know what? I'll say for the record, I was trying to utilize the space and I thought that the totes were a great utilization of the space. Point number two, I do travel with a Keurig. Yes. I think there was a whole bunch of things that we absolutely did not need. Absolutely not. Um, And for the record, guys, don't ever try and pack um, more efficiently with totes because you can just throw shit in the back seat and it makes a lot more space. The totes actually make it worse. A hundred percent. We almost left them in Ocean City because I was like, I don't know how we're going to get this back in. That would have been hilarious if we just threw them out of your car like on the way home. Just like, fuck it. I would have just left them for our lovely Airbnb host. Oh, he loves you. He does. He's still creeping. Personal text messages with emojis. That's so weird. I feel like that's above and beyond the customer service of Airbnb. Like, I don't think they ask that of people to do. I'm pretty sure the only reason he even had my number was because when we show up to set Airbnb, he's like, oh, the painters are there. Are you okay with them coming in? Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. And- I was like, absolutely not. You're not having random men in here while like seven or eight girls are trying to like have a bachelorette. No. Like, and they were kind of scary. Like, they were men. angry. Oh my God. So angry. 
I don't know. I wouldn't go to the door. I was like, I can't. No. I can't face you guys. No. So I'm usually the mom of the group. And I was like, guys, you got to go. I know. You kicked them the fuck out, which I'm glad you did. Because I don't know if I would have been able to. I would have been like, okay, you're angry. Just come on in. Mm, yeah, no. They would, weren't coming Would you in. like a white claw? Like, I think I know the moment that, like, we became friends. Okay. Which one? So it was after the Tiki float. Which was amazing. Oh, my gosh. Highly recommend. If you ever go to Ocean City, you got to do the Tipsy Tiki. Yes. It's like a pontoon boat that they decorate as a tiki. And for two hours, they will serve you all the drinks that you want. They give you access to the iPad. You can bump tunes. Like, it's literally, like, it's so fun. Like, that was probably my favorite thing on that entire trip. Oh, and they provide all of the alcohol. Yes. The bartender, which I think was the captain's wife, we're not really sure on that piece, but she was amazing and didn't let our drinks go below half before she had the next one ready. You literally would be picking it up to have like the last like half of your like beverage and she already had one sitting down for you. Also, fun fact, if you're ever looking to do this in Pittsburgh, no go. You pay for your own alcohol. It's like $300 more a person. It's insane. And it's like... Maybe half the size of this table. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that we were like required to bring if we wanted to was snacks, which we We, obviously didn't. We could have benefited from for sure. But that didn't happen. No, of course that didn't. So, of course, we're starving when we get off. So we get to the bar and we're trying to figure out what to eat. Mm -hmm. And you looked at me and said, do you like mussels? And I'm like, yes, girl. I love mussels. Yes. And so I wasn't sure because I know that you, I knew that you were vegetarian and Steph definitely doesn't really like to try anything that's not a normal, not a chicken chicken tender fries kind of thing. Yep. It's not Um, a chicken tendy. Forget it. And I hadn't really like connected with the other girls or talked to them a whole lot yet. And I'm like kind of shy in social situations, which is weird, but um, I'm making a face. You can't see the face if you're listening to the podcast, but it's just very surprising. I can't. Okay, I guess reflecting upon that trip and you being more reserved is just very different for me now because I know you so well and Mm -hmm. you're so outgoing and I've just seen you just be a very social butterfly. Well, we'll get into how that even (laughs) spread your wings after we finish this little intro here. Yes. So we bonded over the muscles and some kind of I think we had some other dip. I it's really hard to say some crush buckets were definitely involved. Oh, God, we drank so much. Um, we had a great trip. Um, towards the end of this trip, we decided to stay an extra day because I don't think the other girls could or whatever the case might be. So it was just Steph, Danny, and I the last day. And it was kind of a drying out day, you know, eating. We needed to dry out. Eating the snacks, trying to, like, get back to a level of sobriety. Come that, to life. Yes. yes. Um, spilled an acai bowl all over the bus that morning that somebody definitely sat in. Sorry if that was you. Just um, tried to be I didn't healthy. know how to clean it up. <laughs> It was a disaster. Um, We get back, and for whatever reason, on this endeavor, Danny and I decided that we were going to start buying some crystals. Yep. Started the crystal obsession. Yeah. So now that has turned into a full-blown, like, obsession collection. Yep. But um, we thought it might, like, cleanse the bad vibes, because we were both kind of going through it at the time. We needed it. Got some sage. And this this is my point of bonding with you, I think, is... So we decided that at the end of this trip, we should just sage the shit out of everything. Oh, we both got our nose pierced oh, on yes. that trip, yep, too. We did do that. So that was we the nice little that. twinsy moment that we had. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was for sure. Um, 
can't believe I did that again at 27. I did that when I was 20. It got rid of it. And then I was like, you know what? It's a vibe. We'll go with it. We get this sage and, and Steph's passed out like like dead. Um, Danny and I are stuffing our face with the shittiest pizza that you could ever think of. So gross. And decide to use said sage. Um, never before this or after has this happened. We lit the sage and this bitch went up in flames. Like straight up. We tried to blow it out and it just kept getting bigger and bigger. It wouldn't stop. Um, we were on the verge of setting and we probably shouldn't have been lighting that inside anyway. Absolutely not. On the verge of setting off the fire alarm, um, her and I are both panicked and we're like, all right, is, does this mean that we have so much negative stuff that to, that it just needs to be up in flames? Is this just a, Our vibe omen? is so bad that the sage just lit itself on fire. Yes. It just was not good. Went up. Um, so eventually we tried to like squish it out. We tried to do anything. Eventually we had to dump water on it. And, and that's when I really decided, well, all right, maybe... Maybe her life is a series of unfortunate events like mine, and it's also like a tragic comedy, and and that's it is. Yeah, it definitely is. Oh yeah, and then the drive home. <laughs> this is maybe one of the best parts of this trip. Oh my god! <laughs> Even though we had a day to dry out, um, and I was feeling great for whatever reason, I was ready oh, to go. You wanted to go to the beach that day, and I was like, please take me home. Yeah. Well, so we pack the car up. Um, it's 102 by the time we get in the car. Um, Steph's dying in my passenger seat. Danny is surrounded by mounds of shit. All of our stuff. All of our belongings. I don't know how we did it. No. We got it in there, though. And I could see, see out the back window, and that was the most important thing. Yes, that is vital. So we got on the 90 bridge on our way home. Um, of course, there's an accident. And had I sneezed, bl- like blinked my eyes for, for a second, we definitely would have been in a pileup. Somehow narrowly avoided this crash. Steph's like full-blown panic attack because yep. she thinks anytime that there's any collision that we're just going to die. Um, we finally get around it. We're on our way home. And it was, again, really hot that day. The temperature just kept going up, 100% humidity. And yep. I usually run pretty cold, but I was even feeling a little warm. So I had the air on initially, and then um, I couldn't hear Danny. And so... <laughs> All of a sudden, I can hear Danny again, and and <laughs> she kept telling me, Haley, I'm, like, so hot. Like, I'm melting to your seat. I'm sticking to your seat. I, I'm, I'm becoming one with your seat. <laughs> My exact words. And I'm like, dude, I am so sorry. I feel really bad. I don't know if there's vents back there. I don't sit back there. But it's really hot, so I feel you. And Steph is, like, deceased, and she goes, dude, it's so hot. And I'm like, I know, guys. I'm trying. So we stop at this porta potty because they both mm. we had to stop every like forty five minutes so they could throw up, go to the bathroom, <laughs> get water, whatever. We were not in a good state. N- not well. Very unwell. So unwell. Um and this place that we stopped, and this mm. was the first place we'd seen for miles. Mm. It was the most disgusting thing I think I've ever smelled in my entire life. It not for sure, number one, worst smell yes. ever. Hands down Just, in my life. My entire twenty eight years on this earth. Yep. And it was 106 degrees mm. at this point. So you can just imagine the smell of a porta potty just basking in the sun on Baking. the side of US 50. Stewing. So gross. Gross. Um, they, I'm pretty sure at least one of you threw up because of that. We get back. Definitely, the- yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once we got back in the car, I looked down at the air conditioning and I realized that I had it turned on the lowest setting because I couldn't hear Danny in the back. So. 
as bad as I felt about her melting, I felt a hundred thousand times worse because it actually was my fault. This bitch turned off my AC. I was dying. I have never sweat so much in my entire life. I I felt so bad. My underwear was wet. I mean, I was soaked. Leather seats are already kind of shitty when it's hot, but yeah, I felt like such a dick. My hair was wet. Like, I looked like I sat in the sauna for two days. Like, I was just in a horrible state. On the bright side, though, I turned it back up for the rest of the ride. Yeah, for the last, like, hour. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) I got one hour of air conditioning. Thank you so much. Well, you didn't die. (laughs) I did not. I'm still here. No heat stroke. No heat stroke. No covid I'm here. Yeah, we miraculously didn't get that. Honestly, I thought if I was going to get it, it was going to be on that trip. So that is the tale of how we met. And became friends. And ever since, we, we do the brunching. We Our hobby is brunch. Yep. Sometimes go to random firework things in the middle of parking lots, at a surplus store. But Haley will send an Uber to you and just say, hey, get in this Uber. Come meet me. You don't have me. a choice. Yep, just come meet me. And I don't even know what I'm getting into. I didn't know what I was getting into when I showed up. I'm like, wait, we're we're at a store and there's fireworks in a band and this man serving alcohol. Slinging drinks out of like cardboard boxes. He's like, Claws. you want this? You want that? I'll give you this. I'll give you that. There's fireworks literally like right behind us. A man is just setting off fireworks in the middle of this parking lot. There's a band playing. Well, the fireworks actually caught on fire before you got there. The whole side of the mountain was on fire. Oh, good. And one of my like deep-seated fears is active fireworks. And um, so what do we do? We go and pour bottles of water on actively ready to go off fireworks like directly on top of them. I'm like, all right. Community volunteers. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we avoided a, a major fire, but I feel like if I would have seen a fire in the Uber, I'd have been like, you know what, Edward, just, just keep, turn around, just keep going, <laughs> just turn around. She's still tracking me. It's fine. It, yep, it's it's all good. But yeah, so ever since then, we've been doing the things we have and been going through it, and she has been my support for a lot of the events of the last year or so, and same. We've been going through very similar life events, so it's been nice to have somebody to relate with. It's nice to, you know, have friends around my age that are going through the same things. It's just been extremely, extremely helpful. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know how I would have got, I guess I probably would have had to go to therapy. So we just clench our crystals, we drink some White Claws, and we get through it. When we come back, we are going to dive into... Haley's profession, and then we're going to dive into our ocean shitty trip. We'll be right back. Quick little ad break. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Damn It Danny podcast. And if you wanted another way to support the podcast, check out the link in the episode bio and buy some Damn It Danny merch. Because like I've said before, very on brand for my listener, nine times out of 10, you're probably having a beverage. And what's better than having a beverage than doing some online shopping. So buy some merch and support the podcast. Now back to the show. All right. Bartender Haley. I think bartending is one of the most interesting jobs. I think bartending and I think comedians and tattoo artists like I think have some of like the best stories. Hairdressers too. Hairdressers for sure. If you want to know all of the drama that's going on in the area. 
ask a bartender, ask a hairdresser. Yes. I love seeing my hairstylist because like I get caught up with everything that's like going on. Oh, same. Every oh time. my gosh. I love her. Same. My my brow girl, that is like like our 40 minute gossip session. So bartending. Um as I mentioned in another part of this, um, and Danny thinks is hilarious. I was a really, really shy person, um, very so reserved. I was absolutely not the person that would ever come up and just start talking to somebody. Um, whenever I went to college for my undergrad, um, I, I lived up there my freshman year. And then that summer, I was like, all right, what am I going to do for work? I don't want to do retail again. And so I was thinking, okay, maybe I'll try like the restaurant bartending thing. Um, So I started and I was extremely shy, extremely reserved. And thankfully, I started off as a server. So I didn't have to have that like bubbly. Well, not that I'm bubbly anyway, but that whole like. Yeah, I don't know if I'd use bubbly to describe it. But I didn't have to be like overly social because I wasn't standing there like I behind a bar you have nowhere to go it's kind of like being on stage like all eyes are on you that is true I never thought of it that way yeah definitely true so once you make that leap and and you're behind the bar um you got to figure it out yeah people are watching Um, your every move which I guess is really true because like if I'm sitting at a bar like I'm definitely watching the bartender I love to watch bartenders mix drinks oh it's it's one of my favorite things it's amazing and there's some really really great bartenders out there I can't do all of like the super fancy things but learned a thing or two um so I bartended and that's really what broke me out of my shell because I didn't really have an option like I had to be social um so even still I was a little even with like I could talk to customers and stuff it's superficial stuff but my coworkers, I was like still a little weary and like wasn't you know super good friends with anybody right um and of course I was under 21 you were young yeah yeah. and I feel like everyone was probably a lot older than you a lot of people were yeah um I definitely was the youngest for a while um definitely the least experienced for sure yeah um it really made me grow as a person it made me come out of my shell and so (laughs) one of my favorite uh (laughs) intro moments was um one of my coworkers who is one of my very dear friends now um after so after last call and stuff and you know everybody's cleaning up anybody that's of age you know has a drink or two while we're doing that um I could not drink of course because I was under underage and I just wanted to clean the bar and go home yeah you were over it yeah so one of my coworkers, who I'm not going to mention by name um has a tendency <laughs> to become quite the comedian when he's drinking and thinks that everything's funny so it's the middle of winter he walks up to me with this cup full of water and he kept joking like he was gonna dump it on my hair and I was like you won't and so I had my hair up kind of like yours but in a messy bun yeah this motherfucker dumps the entire cup of water stop on my head stop were there people around everybody was gone customer wise but I was about to go home and it was snowing it's real cold. Oh. Yeah. So that was the first time that I actually like stood up for myself in that way. Well, and, yeah. I'm um, like, fuck you, dude. Oh, yeah. I was so rude about it, probably. Oh, my he God. He still does shit like that now, but at least I could see that. Back and forth at this point. Um, 
so yeah, that's how I came out of my shell. And ever since then, um, I bartended until I finished my undergrad. I lived in Ocean City. I bartended there. That's actually how I met a lot of my really great friends down there was at this like random bar that you could never probably pick out if you didn't know where it was. Um, I hope it wasn't the Harbor Inn. No, it was called Kelly's. It doesn't exist anymore. I think it's Ocean 13 now. Okay. Um, I actually quit that job on the 4th of July because it was raining and I decided I didn't want to go to work. Love that. Yeah. That's very on brand for you. Yes. My friend was like, let's do a movie day instead. And I'm like, okay, it's pouring rain and this bar is like down in. I'll just quit my job. It's fine. I just kind of just didn't show up, which is very unlike me as well because I am pretty responsible. (laughs) So anyway, I go and I worked at a bar in Johnstown whenever I was going to school up there. Ooh, um, town. Yeah. In Richland, it wasn't like in a really scary area or anything. But uh, so then I always had this like perception that bartenders were just very underpaid therapists, right? I go to school. My, my degree is in political science and psychology. Didn't know what I wanted to do when I finished school, but I ended up becoming a crisis counselor. And after working in the field for four years, I actually have revised that statement. And now I feel like um, counselors, therapists, all of the things are actually just really, really underpaid bartenders (laughs) without the fun of alcohol involved. After a couple of years um, trying to finish my master's and stuff, I decided to go back to bartending and give it a try. And it was one of the best decisions that I've made, like, mental health wise and just I have so much more fun doing it oh definitely Um, back to your humble beginnings exactly starting over from square one I think I said something to the effect of sometimes to move forward you have to go back to where you started I agree with that I do think that there's a lot of truth that you have to go backwards sometimes to move yourself forward yeah yep for sure so that I mean bartending is always a trip um especially being a female and a young female Mm -hmm. um Usually people are pretty respectful. There are some that are not, but yeah, um, we did have this one customer at one of the places that I worked over the years that was a, a regular, um, and I'm not sure even how the nickname started, but we called her White Lightning. <laughs> and what? White Lightning. Um, White Lightning? She, yeah. Okay. I have no idea. No idea. Okay. I, that started before I was around. That sounds like a racing horse name, White Lightning. Sure does. And she she kind of had the stability of a racing horse, I think. <laughs> so she's like probably like late 60s, early 70s. Damn. And this bitch got lit every day of the week on White Zin. Wow. Go White Lightning. On White Zin, though. Ooh. That's what she drank. Oh, girl. Glass Ooh, girl. It, probably like an entire bottle of White Zin nightly. And she was dating this guy what? who we called Silver Fox. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where they came from, but it is what it is. So once she gets really drunk, um, and she always referenced the fact that she lived in Connecticut for so long or whatever. So she was like a fancy bitch because she lived in Connecticut? I guess, but she lived in a trailer park. Uh, I was say, did she wear a hat? I just feel no. like I'm picturing her in a hat. Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. No. I think I'm I just honestly, on the horse racing thing. I really can't visualize what she looks like right now so i'm gonna have to do a creep later and see if i can like oh, i want to see what she looks medias. like do you think she's still alive oh yeah okay uh, <laughs> she's gonna live forever just she's preserved just to of course bane, she's gonna live forever to be the bane of somebody's existence because she's no longer allowed uh 
as far as I know, in, in the establishment that uh, she frequented at that point in oh, time. Oh, man. What did she do? Um, I think it was a compilation of things. Oh, okay. But, you know, getting loaded on a Wednesday on White Zen, and then when she got drunk, she would kick the bar, just, like, tap her feet off the bar, and it's so fucking annoying when you're on the other side of the bar. To, Why like, would she that. do that? I have no idea. Would she, like, make direct eye contact with you? Would, like, would she stare into your soul and, like, kick the bar? No, she just did it to do it, and then you'd tell her to stop, and she'd kick harder. Oh, white lightning. So so her famous um, Connecticut thing was, back in Connecticut, <laughs> and then it would just be some completely ridiculous story that was so irrelevant to anything, and I don't give a fuck back in Connecticut. You've lived here for like 20-something years. Like she came on a wagon back in Connecticut. Like, no, seriously, it was like back in Connecticut. <laughs> I don't even know how to do the voice, but like it was so it's probably distinct. pretty accurate. Yeah. So let's see if I uh, on my little list. Oh, my here. God. I love that you wrote it down. So here we go. I'm at work on the guest check. Yeah, I I got I started back bartending like two weeks ago and I'm trying to think of stories. And like I just worked in mental health for four years. So a lot of my good stories are are based in that but so and i'm sure you can't talk about for legal reasons i'm I'm assuming yes yes um so i'm trying to think of these stories and so i had like a like a book because i've been keeping notes to remind myself of how to do all the things because it's really not like riding a bike you don't pick it all back up right away yeah so i'm like asking um all of my coworkers, you know some of the good stories and there's a lot of them um one of my favorite coworkers, him and I work really well together. Um, we we work together pretty frequently, but for whatever reason, we are like a disaster when we work together. It's like inevitable that something awful is going to happen. Um, we've had to call EMS. We've had fights. We've had, and he's just as laid back as I am. So yeah, he's pretty chill. He's the one I met, right? Yes, he is really cool. Yeah, no, he's super chill. Um, you know, like last summer, I, we, I wasn't even working with him. I went to a party at his house, like a summer party and uh, he broke his fucking ankle. How? Because it's the black cloud that just follows Evan and I. Okay. But the one night, um, we, we used to have door, door people. I don't know if that's going to come back or not, but like a bouncer sort of, I think they were supposed to be, they didn't really fucking do much other than check IDs. Oh, oh, okay. Not very well either. I always had to double check. Um, which, you know, that's nothing against where I work or the, you know, the people in charge or anything. They tried to do everything they could to make things easier for us by getting these, these bouncers. But, um, there's not a whole lot of, uh, uh, population to pick from on these. I feel like I've seen these bouncers possibly before and I feel like they're always just outside, like smoking a ciggy. Yeah. So most of them are pretty unstable. I would say like some of them. Perfect. Well, this one in particular and... God love my boss for, like, giving him so many chances because he really wanted to help this guy, like, maintain employment, right? Um, so, and he had a bad way. Everybody has a story, you know, whatever. But you could tell that he was on something. And I, I wasn't 100% sure what. Um, and so he then decides to tell us at some point in the night that he has a seizure disorder, 
which I'm like, you don't have a seizure disorder. You're probably falling out from whatever you're using, (laughs) whatever. So doesn't this motherfucker fall off the chair and literally begin seizing in the middle of the floor? Stop. What did you do? I had a heart attack. Evan and I were standing there and we're like, oh shit. He just, and he hit his head. Like he went down and he was full blown, like foaming at the mouth seizure. Oh my God. So like Evan and I are obviously out from behind the bar at this point, like trying to figure out what to do i'm at that point in time i had no healthcare training in any capacity i don't know if i can cpr at this point like i wouldn't know um, the first thing to do well and it was a seizure so i'm like okay um get him on his side and let's call an ambulance there are people walking up to me like hey can i get a drink what yeah, repeatedly they'd Guys. be like well can ems is coming right can't you just get some drinks i'm like do you not re- realize we're responsible to like for this entire bar and there's actively somebody having a, a medical emergency there is a gentleman on the floor seizing right and you need a cranberry and vodka like that's the priority right now let, give me a second let me just go get your mic ultra bottle oh my god people are literally just terrible yeah needless to say the unfortunately that that man did not have a job a whole lot longer after that because it definitely was Ew. Gotcha. not a legit medical <laughs> condition seizure but I'm picking up what you're putting down yeah it's definitely been a ride, and I've learned a lot. I've met a lot of cool people. The place I work is super great. My boss is great. I have great coworkers. So it's, you know, definitely where I need to be right now. It's a good job for you right now, especially with going back to school, because compared to the last job that you had, I feel like there was a lot on your plate. Yeah, trying to balance grad school. And I did. The whole time I was working, I was, you know, working on my master's. But I have more days off now. I'm not, you know wondering when I'm going to get home from work. I mean, I still am like, when am I going to get home? Because sometimes it's 3 a.m., sometimes it's 4. I thrive in the night. You so. do thrive in the nighttime. I've always been on that schedule, but um, I have more time to do that now and feels right for right now. Definitely. Yeah. All right, guys, when we get back, we are going to talk about um, our ocean shitty trip, a.k.a. our damn it segment of the week. Cannot wait to share <laughs> that with everyone. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Damn It segment. This is my favorite segment of the whole podcast, what it's all based upon. We are going to talk about getting shitty in Ocean City. It was literally for about a solid 48 hours that we were there. And that was enough. We we didn't need any more time there. 48 hours was enough time for us to go, fuck shit up, and come home. And we definitely almost got stuck there because I, of course, curbed <laughs> a huge sidewalk trying to leave as storm rescues there because apparently we got a huge storm that we slept through. Well, I guess you didn't, but... I didn't. I thought the world might have been ending that morning. I, like, woke up and I'm like, you know what? If I die in this shitty hotel room in Ocean City, I guess this is very fitting for me. And so I was looking for the hotel. Yeah. We had three options, (laughs) two of which were um, over, like, $500 a night, I think. Um, And the other option was still not... What I would consider reasonable, especially once we got there and I saw what we were getting into. For what it was. But I was like, okay, it's our option. We'll just just roll with it. Yeah. So once we got to Ocean Shitty and got ourselves set up and ready to roll, we started day drinking on the beach. And the drinks were just going down easy. It was a hot day. It was beautiful. It was. It was the best beach day. It was so nice out. Um, I had this... 900 pound cooler packed full of beverages that did not have wheels unfortunately or a uh, drain which ended up being problematic at the end of the day which would 
both would have been helpful things to have. But it was a legit setup because it had cup holders. It did. So we had cup holders. That was a plus. Um, <laughs> the umbrella situation. <laughs> so apparently at some point I lost like the pointy peg thingy that you like that lets you shove the shit into the sand. So it was just like a flat, flat bottom. Um, and I, neither one of us are particularly strong, let's be honest. We are not. Uh, and dry, diving something into dry sand is, is slightly difficult. So I'm trying to get this in and I'm like, maybe we'll just pile sand up around it. That sounds like a great idea. That didn't work. Um, so I took a metal tumbler and was pounding it into the sand. We are innovative. Yes. We are resourceful. 100%. We are independent women. We figured it the fuck out. We did. And and it worked. So at the end of this this beach drinking excursion, we uh we wander our way back to the hotel, get ourselves situated, which took a very long time, took way longer than what it needed to. Open the door and And we look at the room and I look I look at our beds and the bed skirts are stained. With un unknown foreign whatever substances of something bodily fluids who spills who, who knows it's just true ocean city moment i think that was the moment that i decided i was gonna have to black out to sleep there um well we did check for bugs because, we did uh and and then you open the bathroom and it's like marble yeah the and, bathroom is beautiful yeah. it made no sense brand new at least change the bed skirt Jesus, like Jesus, yes that was other than that, there were no dead indication this place was that disgusting. Well, I mean, once we discuss your damn it moment, mm. we can discuss how good the cleaning <laughs> went there. So that's when I decided, you know, we should go to bed, but let's black out. It was like 7 p.m. We should have went to bed. It might have been like 8-ish because, well, I don't know. Give it or was, take. It I felt like it was, was dark-ish. Eh, it, was too, it was pretty early. It was. It was way too early to be already as drunk as we were. For sure. So what do we do? We rallied. We started getting ready to go out. Showered. Showered. You know, I honestly, I don't even know how I did a winged liner that night. I was in no condition to be doing a winged liner. We had one mirror. Thank God I brought it. We did. Thank God. Or we would have been so out of luck. (laughs) Danny had her first Liz cups. Oh, God. They're fantastic. So I think we had three of those. Mm. You made uh vodka i should never mix drinks i'm not the one to mix drinks i don't know what i did it was gnarly (laughs) um we got ready and well put on some dresses we did get put on some well i put a skirt on you put a dress on the skirt is very important for my story um should we talk about your toenail okay yeah (laughs) so slight backstory here last October-ish, right before I was about to go to Florida on vacation, of course, I had an incident involving a telescope. It's a whole thing. Um, Anyway, ended up losing my entire toenail, and it had finally started to to grow back and is almost totally regrown, but whenever I went to get a pedicure, she's like, do you want me to put some acrylic on there so it's like the same size as the other one? And I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. So that way it looked normal. Um, Fake toenail. Partially. Thank God it wasn't totally fake because that would have been bad. Anyway, I because our room was about the size of, like, you know, utility closet, um, there was shit everywhere. I trip over a shoe and my toenail cracks and, and half of it breaks off. And I'm like, we got to figure out a way to, to get this back on there because I'm wearing sandals and this is just a problem. I believe you said to me, I will not go out until my toenail is fixed. 
I did. And I said, girl, I got you. I got you. I know what to do for the situation. And this is after multiple shots and all the things. I don't know what to do. No. I'm just working with what I have. I needed super glue. Like, I mean, realistically, I probably should have just ripped the rest of the acrylic off and let it breathe. Maybe. Because there was real toenail still under there. It was just the acrylic part that broke off. So my solution was I handed you some eyelash glue. And I said, girl, you put some eyelash glue on that toenail, you're going to be good to go. Not just any eyelash glue, might I add. It It was was black. black. (laughs) So my orange pink painted toenails were just trying to shove back on there with some really hygienic uh, eyelash glue and yeah you know what it worked you know your toenail to my eye completely okay we thought it was fine we did. she did end up giving me this eyelash glue. i did i gifted it to you i'm like this yeah. is yours now yeah um we got it to work though so we made it work crisis averted yep so then we go out and drink more which was not necessary we had shots waiting for us from my friends at the one bar that I really like to drink down there. Yep. And we had many more shots after that. And I believe I blacked out when, like truly blacked out, when you, you, you bitch, ordered me a shot. Oh, I did do this. And that I... was lit on fire. It's called Flaming Blue Jesus. I think I saw Jesus. Well, it's tequila, SoCo, um, Rumplemints. I believe there's some vodka in there. And then it's topped with 151 and let on fire. It's a christening, though. That's like an Ocean City. Like, that's that's how you truly do it. I, I had it done to me Perfect. when I was on a, of age. I definitely blacked out when I had it. And I probably should have known we didn't eat enough that day to do that to you. But I was drunk, and I thought it would be funny. And I really didn't think you'd take it because nobody ever does. I'm not a pussy. If you put a, if you put a shot in front of me, I'm taking it. Well, here's the thing that we learned on this trip is so I will come up with legitimately the worst ideas when I'm drunk. Mm -hmm. Like I always get in the ocean at night, like all kinds of I the where's Waldo thing. I disappear. You do disappear. You end up at the beach at the nights. Every time. Um, You tried to get me into the ocean. I can't swim. Yeah. So but for whatever reason, when she's drinking and I'm drinking and I come up with these dumb fucking ideas. We are not like let's do it let's go and I'm like it's not good yeah all right cool and that's how we ended up on a roller coaster going backwards and upside down and we walked into a tattoo shop tried to get inked they would not let us which is in hindsight probably a blessing so after I take this shot that was lit on fire um I don't have a lot of memory what I do remember is refusing to go into the hotel room well, wait, before this, we climbed a fence. Apparently, we climbed a fence. I have no memory of climbing a fence. We don't know where the fence is. No clue. Why we climbed it. I had a nope. loose bodycon dress on. She has a skirt on. Yep. We shouldn't be climbing a fence in general. Nope. Definitely had no business doing it that night. I don't have the athletic ability to do that. How the hell did I even do that? Like I said, not much memory. But I do remember refusing to go into the room. Ooh, sitting on that hallway floor. And I started to get ill. I threw up in the hallway. Not our hallway. Not our hallway. The floor below us. (laughs) I somehow crawled down the stairs. Because I do remember being on the stairs at some point. Well, you crawled back up them. Because you (laughs) were puking the whole way up, too. 
I puked everywhere in this hotel. And the worst part is one, there are definitely cameras in those hallways. So someone for sure has footage of me crawling up and down the stairs and this hallway, just violently throwing up. The pile of vomit that you cleaned up the next day was directly under a camera. So someone definitely saw that. I removed my skirt to clean up said vomit, found some trash can outside of somebody's room, (laughs) and put my skirt in it. So I'm crawling around this hotel in thong underwear. And a shirt. And like a little crop crop, in a crop top. Yep. That, that was me. That's my damn it moment. Damn it, Danny. So for, you know, what it's worth, this hotel sucked and it was super shitty. But like, that's probably the only hotel in all of Ocean City that you could do something like that. And not a single person saw you or like was it. alarmed. No, like nobody was outside of their room. Yeah. So we get her back in the room, thankfully. Um, And for whatever reason, we had already like I don't know if you want to call it claimed beds or whatever, but I had my shit on one bed. She had her shit on the other bed. She crawls in my bed um, with my blanket and this this hoodie, actually, that I'm wearing. Thank God <laughs> that the there's vomit all over my blanket, all over this sweatshirt. Like, I put the trash can up next to her um, in the bed, gave her some water, um, even though, you know, always the mom. And then I just go on my nightly excursion to the beach to Of course you did. To go swimming and all the things. Um and then it was I checked on you like two or three times. You told me to take the trash can away. I'm gonna puke if you don't get it away from me. So I, that made me nervous that it, I was taking it away and you were still gonna puke. But anyway. Have no have no memory. Yep. So get back to the room at sunrise per usual, because that's that's my vibe. It is my um, vibe. We wake up at noon the next day, missed a gorgeous beach day. We did. I was dead. Um, we both felt like shit. Thank God I had that corn dog from the night before. We decide that it would be a great idea to go get some food and try and like stave off this hangover. Um, what do we order when we get to this restaurant? Fish tacos. Not even just fish. Ahi tuna oh. tacos oh. that were just seared and completely raw. We should have had a French fry. Oh, and, uh, and my toenail didn't survive the entire night, but for some Surprise, reason- Surprise, the eyelash glue didn't work. Right. So at this point, it's covered in sand and eyelash glue still. We stopped at a 7-Eleven, and I just glued that bitch back on just right in the parking lot of this restaurant. We had Classy lunch. Classy ladies we are. A hundred percent still drunk when I did that because how unsanitary and what the fuck. Um, so we go in, we have these two- Well- they were what twenty two dollar tacos. Our bill was like close to a hundred dollars, I think. Right. So we yep. each had an order of these tacos, twenty two bucks a piece. We got some French fries. I think we might have eaten about half of those. Yep. And at that point, we realized that the only way we were gonna feel better was to just tear of the dog. So we start drinking again. Yep. Uh, I didn't realize my rum runner had a one fifty one floater, Whoa. and that was just how that day started. We get back to the room. Decided, let's do pool bar hopping. Because that's the next logical decision, right? Seemed like it. So we throw on some bathing suits and shorts. We walked. I thought that we were a lot closer than we were. but 45 miles. We walked, I think it was 13 blocks to get two for ones at Coconuts. Which is my kind of vibe. Uh, For sure. 
and we almost crashed our fifth birthday party there. We were involved in a, a proposal. Very interesting. Um, helped out like this girl's best friend. And then we decided to venture on down, down the beach and actually hit a pool bar. Once we get to the pool bar, the sun was setting and I had made a promise to you that I would take you to the best place in Ocean City to watch the sunset. So mm-hmm. thanks for romantic this- moment. Oh, yes. We didn't make it for sunset. We did not. Um, it's because you bought that fucking grimace for us. Well, you know, it seemed like a good idea to walk the boardwalk with that because they give you to-go cups and that's what we needed. That's exactly what we needed. I was fairly sober until that grimace. The grimace was, yeah, that was the the moment that everything just took another turn. Yep. So we walked down the boardwalk um, and we decided to walk into this place that said that they did tattoos because we were totally going to get some matching tattoos so Ocean City's graphic T-shirt selection. <laughs> this Haley's damn it moment of the week. Yeah, here we go. So their whatever for whatever reason their graphic tees at this point in time were I heart moms, I heart dads, I heart milfs, I heart dilfs, whatever. <laughs> um, so Danny and I, I was like, Danny, should I buy this I heart dilf shirt? Jokingly, because I um, have been hanging out with a guy that has a kid or whatever. Um, she thought it was hilarious and she goes but don't buy the shirt so what do i do need to buy the shirt right so what do i do i pull my sunglasses down thankfully because i was so intoxicated and i just pose vanna white style next to this i heart dilf shirt and And i captured that beautiful moment you sure did and so again i'm a pretty reserved person still in most ways like that is way out of character for me to do um and i don't post pictures i'm not social media like not and so what did we decide to do with this we decide to send it to this guy and the next morning i see this photo and i'm like please tell me we didn't end up sending it to this guy oh we did we definitely did i screenshotted it now every time you call me or you text me that's the photo that comes up oh i love it it's it's such a gem but that was definitely uh my damn it moment was being drunk enough that i thought that that was that was it it was so i'm gonna leave you guys with a video trying to pick which one because there's so many good ones here Someone should take our phones, for sure. That was actually an accidental recording. I really, really didn't mean to. Well, it was a perfect moment. I feel oh, like I'm it so really. I'm so glad it was captured, but it's a mess. I was trying to find. And that was uh... when Haley tried to get me in the ocean. Well, Haley, thank you so much for being on this episode. Thank you for having me. Of course. 
Thank you for all the drunken adventures. Damn it moments. We'll have more to talk about next year because this is going to be an annual trip. God bless us. Rest and peace to our livers. Yep, definitely yes. Uh, we're going to need IVs. And I will see you guys next week. Good. We did it. <laughs>